Welcome, I'm Nestor Flores, the pastor of Dayspring Church in Mission Hills, California. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. I want to invite you to learn more about Dayspring Church by visiting our website, dayspringmh.org. We trust that if you open your heart, God will speak to you and you'll know how to live a life with God at the center that will result in a blessed life. This message will inspire, build your faith, and help you to know God better. Enjoy the message. Uno está gordo, otro está ciego. Imagínate. Dios mío. I don't know, brother. You can decide on that. Hey, who said we can't laugh in the house of God, man? Let me tell you, if somebody told you that, they're at the wrong place. Somebody, hello? You know, don't be all santurron here. I'm looking around and see that everybody that's going to be here today is here. I think I'm missing some people. Look around. You can look around. I just, I'm looking around and see where they at. I do this in my church, too. You see, in, in, in my church, <clears throat> when I ask them, are you going to be here tomorrow, I don't take an amen. I don't, 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 because everybody says amen, because they, they hide behind the Amen. So I tell them, show me your hand. And then, <clears throat> how many of you guys coming tomorrow? Yeah. What about the rest? <laughs> what, 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 just, there's nothing free tomorrow? Pastor likes to receive gifts, and I mean, right? He, today's Taco Day? Taco Friday, Saturday? Hey, that's. So, how many of you guys are coming tomorrow? I mean, uh, let me see your hand. I want to see your hand. If you're coming tomorrow, I want to see your hand. If you don't lift your hand, I'm going to go to you and ask you why you're not going to come tomorrow. What's more important? What's more important than for you to be in the house of God? Let me tell you, because when you're in need, do you go to that place you're going tomorrow instead of coming to the house of God? <clears throat> I'm leaving tomorrow. I'm leaving tomorrow so I can talk to you like this. <clears throat> it's great to come to the house of God. Let me tell you why. <clears throat> because we can come to God as we are. We don't have to pretend to be no one else. We come to him all messed up, and he fixes us. We could come to him discouraged and he will encourage us. We could come to him broken and he will put us back together. Are you with me? So why do you miss church so much? What happened to the amen? Hello, somebody. See, sometimes we serve God. Are you coming every Sunday, sister? Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to look on the stream. A ver si es cierto. <laughs> see, if you ta- see if you're taking pictures in every stream. Right? <laughs> it's just to take you in every single... Better, you better come dress well. Peinate. <laughs> I, I got to behave. 
two things. Uh, good news and bad news. Which ones you guys want first? <laughs> the bad news. Okay. The bad news is that my wife heard the live stream. Yeah. You guys never told me there was going to be a live stream. I need to talk to whoever edits that video. I need to talk to that person today. Uh, she heard me say, que yo la aguanto. But I got good news. I'm not going back home. I'm staying here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, we're live again? Babe, I love you. <clears throat> I don't know if I told you, but I love Jesus Christ with all of my heart. The song said he picked me up. And he turned me around. I'm not perfect. And neither are you. And he still loves us. And he still believes in us. And that's why we're here. And that's the reason why we're faithful. And that's the reason I, you can ask my friend Nestor, that's the reason I don't miss Sundays at my church. Let me tell you why. Because I missed so many when I was in the world. And I, and now that I know how good he is, why should I miss? Right. I'm going to say that again. Some of y'all, I think some of y'all already had mine. I already came two days, and Sunday is the third one. And, you know, they're not going to give nothing free, so why come? No. You see, some of y'all laughing. You guys, I'm talking, you know, I'm talking to you like you already had plans. I'm like, trying to scratch that. So I'll be sending a text right now. Never mind. <laughs> there is no better place to be than in the house of God. Amen. <clears throat> Why? Because this is the place that God designated for his glory to be present. Amen. For his presence to abide. It wasn't at Six Flags. It wasn't at Dodger Stadium. It was at his home. It wasn't at the Quinceanera. It wasn't at the park. It wasn't nowhere else. It was at his house. And let me tell you something about his presence. Where his presence abides, something has to happen. Some of y'all aren't convinced of that. Where his presence abides, something has to happen. Sickness has to flee. Hello? That's why when Jesus walked around in this world, I don't know if he walked like this. You don't know either. All right? So let me pick my Jesus. And this is the way I pictured him. Because Jesus was all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> Are you with me? There's some of us that aren't worth a chip or nothing. We walk like this. You imagine Jesus? 
And the Bible says that where he went, things happened. A woman ran behind Jesus and she touched him. And the Bible says that instantly she didn't have to wait. You know why? Because she went to Jesus. Sometimes you want miracles to happen in your life, but you don't want to come to Jesus. You want Jesus to come to you because you think you own Jesus. Okay, no, no, I'm not going to speak about that. So come tomorrow. Come tomorrow, okay? There's going to be free AC. Got you, Pastor Nestor. <laughs> All right, I, they told me I got to hurry up because there's tacos. <laughs> you can wait? Okay. Yeah, I get, if I take too long. <clears throat> I want to thank you guys for having me. Uh, thank you guys for, for hosting me. I, I've, had a, I've had a wonderful time here. Uh, I consider this my, my second home. I consider uh, Nestor my, my brother, uh, my little brother. He gave me headaches, still does. But uh, I, I, I truly uh, command him for a wonderful job that he's doing here. And I want you to know that he loves you. Amen. I want you to know that he, he thrives to give you the best. And that's why he gave you free shirts. And I saw some of you don't even take them. They didn't even look at them. I saw some of you that didn't wear them. I saw you. I was going to go and hit you upside your head. <laughs> but he loves you. And he will always give you the best because he loves God. So um, whenever you are in the Napa area, let me know so that I won't be home. <laughs> All right, you guys ready? <laughs> Are you guys ready? Yeah. Would you close your eyes for me, please? Would you close your eyes? Would you lift your hands up and say, God, I'm ready? <laughs> Come on. Come on, you got to say it like you mean to say, God, I'm ready. God, I'm ready. God, you didn't call us to quit. You did not call us to quit in this life. And we have our hands raised up in the air because we surrender to you. And the fact that we surrender to you is the very fact that we're asking you for help. Whatever I'm going through tonight, whatever I've gone through through this week, whatever I've been through through this month, God, I know that I'm still here because you are not done with me yet. And if you're not done with me yet, God, then quitting is not an option. Because you are with me. And with you, all things are possible. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, and amen. <clears throat> Yesterday, you got a little heart to remind you that God has given you a new passion. That God has given you new love. 
so that you can continue your relationship with God, so that you can continue serving God. That how whatever you were before yesterday, you are no more. Are you with me? Yes. <clears throat> Tonight, I'm going to speak to you about renewing your mind. You know why a lot of believers quit? Because they don't renew their mind. They keep the mentality of yesterday. And let me tell you, yesterday will not work today. That's why it says that new are every morning his mercies. <laughs> so therefore, we need to have our minds renewed. Our mind is a powerful, powerful thing. Your mind can tell you you're sick and you're not sick. Your mind can tell you that you're discouraged and guess what? You're going to believe it. Your mind will tell you that brother over there is looking at you and that brother over there don't even know who you are. Power of the mind. Your mind can tell you you're ugly. Hello, somebody. Your mind will tell you you're not worth nothing. Your mind's going to tell you quits. And since we don't feed our spirit and we don't allow our minds to be renewed, guess what happens? We say amen to our mind. Hello, hi. And then what happens? Then that thought becomes an action. That's right. Are you with me today? Yes. Your what you think becomes an action. So therefore, that action, whatever you're feeding it, is going to either allow you to run to God or run from God. So that's why every morning that we wake up, every chance that you have, you have to be in contact with God and ask God to renew your mind. Even as you're here at church, your mind wants to wander off and say, I wonder how those tacos are going to taste. <laughs> Instead of listening to what the Spirit has to tell you. Hello? La hermana está pensando, did I turn off the frijoles or are they on? <laughs> what am I going to wear tomorrow? The power of the mind. And let me tell you that the enemy wants to win that territory so that your actions will drift you away from God. ¿Están listos? Okay. Go with me, please, to Romans chapter 12, verse 1 through 2. You have it there. You have, we have it up here. Turn on your phone. Open up your Bibles. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, 
by the mercy of God to present what thing? Your bodies as a living what? Sacrifice. Holy and acceptable to who? To God. Which is your spiritual what? Worship. Do not be what? Conformed to what? To this world. But be transformed by the renewal of what? Of your mind, the powerful thing. Hello? That by the testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. I want to speak to you about the results of a renewed mind. Paul is writing to those that have accepted Christ in their life, those that have embraced the gospel of Jesus Christ. If you're not there yet, let me present you Jesus. Jesus is the best thing that can happen to your life. He loves you just as you are. He will embrace you just as you are. He's not looking for somebody perfect. He's looking for somebody to fix. He's looking for somebody that says, I need help in life. He's looking for somebody that says, I can't do this on my own. And Jesus says, I'm here to help you. Jesus is looking for somebody that says, I know I have a purpose. He's even looking for those that say, I don't know what my purpose is. Jesus says, you qualify for me to go and embrace you. Jesus is the best that can happen into your life. Jesus is not our religion. (laughs) Jesus is a relationship. I remember in 1996, I still remember when I came to Jesus. I was all messed up. And I heard Romans 5, 8. And even though we're still sinners, you were still a sinner. Uh, God demonstrated his love for you. As Jesus died on the cross for me. And I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. And I still remember I I cried like a baby. And I didn't know why. I was a vato from the street. I was standing there and I didn't know what was happening. But all I knew was I was accepting this Jesus that died for me. And my pastor came up to me and he embraced me. And he said, I don't embrace you, but it's Jesus embracing you. And your life will never be the same. And I remember I I looked at the pastor. He was a Russian brother. I spoke Spanish. He said, mijo, tu vida nunca más será igual. Because now you belong to the king of kings and the Lord of lords. Do you accept Jesus? I said, I do. And ever since then, I keep messing up. Is there anybody in the boat with me? Again, we will continue to mess up in this world as long as we live in this flesh. But we don't let that be an excuse to keep messing up. So listen, if you accept Jesus Christ today, right there where you are, would you close your eyes and say, Jesus, come into my heart.
I need you as my savior. I am a sinner and I need a savior. I accept you as my Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Come on, let's give it up for those that made that prayer. <laughs> now we're all in the same boat. Now we're all in the same boat. He says, brothers, those that belong in the same faith. He's talking to those that have embraced Jesus. Those that know what having Jesus in our life is. Romans 12 is for us. For us that have given our life to Christ. For us that says, yes, he has come into our life. He has transformed it. He has changed it. I live for him. Romans 12 is for us. And as you're doing a, a spiritual emphasis week or you're doing a spiritual revival this weekend, listen, I need you to understand that this is not just an emotional thing. This is a life-changing experience for your life. And when you accept Jesus Christ, something has to happen in your life. Changes need to occur. And how does that happen? By renewing your mind. Are you with me? So therefore, the power of the mind applies to both positive and negative outcomes. Your mind, your mind tells you good or tells you bad. Your mind tells you praise or don't praise. Your spirit tells you yes, yes. And your mind tells you who, for what? Hello? And then the mind connects to the flesh. And the flesh says, how much longer? (laughs) And then the flesh says, the mind is right. Let me get up. And then you go out and wander around the church like you've never seen it before. Some of y'all looking at me like, who told them? <laughs> and Paul is writing to the, to the believers of Rome, and he tells them, listen, there needs to, something needs to happen. Something needs to come about. If you have accepted Christ in your life and you renew your mind, something needs to happen in your life. It's amazing how many believers that say, I've been in church all my life, sometimes are the worst because they keep the tradition. No, no, no. I want to come back. I want to come back, y'all. I want to come back. (laughs) Are you with me? And they feel that they have a right because they've been in church all their life or for 20 years. But let me tell you, being in church in reality means nothing unless Jesus of the church is in you. I know somebody that goes to to the A's stadium more than I do, but he's not an A's fan. And I asked him, then why do you go? And you know what he said? He said, because I like baseball. 
And let me tell you that many people come to church because they like coming to church. Because it's Sunday. Because I've been taught to go to church on Sunday. But they don't allow the spirit of God or the word of God to renew their mind and says that it's not because I have to go, it's because I want to go, because I need to go. Hello? And because they like coming to church only, they become the biggest critics. Why did I come? You're here already. And let me tell you, if you get up right now and leave, they're going to be like, there's one right there. So don't not get up. Hello. So, a Pastor, how do I fix that? I'm glad you asked me. Thank you for asking, okay? <laughs> how do you fix that? Is that you allow the word of God to transform your mind. Number one. When you allow the word of God to transform your mind, your way of living life changes. I'm going to say that again. When you allow the word of God to change your mind, to renew your mind, therefore your way of living life changes. You cannot be doing the same thing you did before you came to Christ. Ah... Ah, my goodness, my goodness. Because now you know that you have to present yourself as a living what? Sacrifice. I know that I need to live so that I can please God. It's not about pleasing myself no more. Hello, somebody. Before you lived in the world and you did things to please yourself, When I came to Christ and I let the word of God enter my mind, he now tells me that I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. Ah, So therefore, I don't belong in clubs anymore. I don't belong at the liquor store anymore. No, you guys ain't listening to me. I live for God and not for myself. Ah. So when I come to church, it's not about me, it's about... So if they don't sing my favorite song, it's okay, because it's to give him the honor and the glory. Let me ask you, Pastor, how how often do you have a a a three-day revival? Once a year. And why is this church not packed? If it was every week, and I'd be like, well, yeah, you know, sometimes you know, you need a little, you know, well. Hey. Once a year? You guys should be putting seats all over the place. But because too many people think of themselves. And these people think that, hey, you know what? Well, you know, my body gets hurt. I need a break. Yeah, we need a break. <laughs> but we need more God. <laughs> when your mind is renewed by the word of God, you understand that you, are, you have a responsibility of presenting your body as a living sacrifice that is holy. 
holy is separated only for the use of God. My gosh. Uh, you understand that? So in other words, when you gave your life to God, you, you married Jesus and you said, I belong to you and I'm going to be faithful to you. I'm not going to be playing around with you. How many of you would be in a relationship where you knew somebody was playing with you? How would you feel if your husband says, I'll be right back. Where are you going? I'm going with that other woman. How would you feel, woman? Huh? Men, how would you feel if your woman said... And you're like, oh, where are we going? You're staying here. I'm going with my older man. How would you feel, man? (sighs) So why do believers do that to Jesus? When we understand that we belong to him. Everything I do is for him. If I sing, I sing to him and not to nobody else. If I play an instrument, I play only for him and nobody else. Uh, Hello, somebody. Listen, I ministered at a church one time and the band was all when they started the service, one, two, bam, oh, oh my God. <laughs> In Spanish, tremendos. And that was just the first key, boom. I was, I, I was ready to speak in tongues. I'm like, my God. And then the singer said, man, oh, Amazing. And then they started singing, and man, it was great. Right? It was great. But let me tell you, it was empty. <laughs> the talent was great, but there was an emptiness. And after I spoke, I, I went back, you know, because now, nowadays they have green rooms, right? If they don't have a green room, they won't play. And they took me back there. <laughs> I, I don't like those kind of things. I like to be with the people. Hello, Jesus was with the people. Who am I not to be with the people? Anyways, <laughs> you guys aren't interested in the, the rest of the cheese, man. But <laughs> so when we started talking, I told him, "Man, you guys sound great." I said, "You guys sound professional." And the guy says, oh, we are. (laughs) We play for Stevie Wonder. I said, Stevie Wonder? That's Stevie Wonder? That's Yes! And they just paid us to, to come today. See, and that's the problem nowadays. 
The church wants a show. Ah, you know, no, 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 no. Because we have to feed the eye. Because then the eyes get upset that nothing happens in their church. But the reason that nothing happens in their church is because they don't allow their minds to be renewed. And they want to be satisfied because they think that church is about them and not about him. Hey. Hello. I remember before my, my dad and I had a we, we, we had this ministry. We, we used to open churches and he played the guitar and I played the bass and we only knew three, three notes. And we would tell the people that sing, if you can't sing in that rhythm, don't sing. <laughs> Hello? Man, they did an amazing job. You guys have an amazing worship. We've had amazing praise and worship these two days, and I'm sure you're going to keep on doing it. Hello? But I still see some people that don't even move. It's because I want salsa. You don't have salsa when you get tacos. Hello, somebody. It's not about you. It's about him. Church is not about you. It's about him. And when you understand that, you come to church. And whether there be praise, only praise, or only worship, it doesn't matter if it's your song or not, if it's your jamming or not. It doesn't matter because he deserves the honor and the glory, whether it be the person that's up here that sings that you like or not. You still give him the honor and the glory, whether it be no music or not. You come in here, you give him the honor and the glory because you know that you are a living sacrifice for him hello what will the church do if there's no worship team what would happen if there's no electricity are we gonna go home oh no light i'm gonna that's when you know it's about you hello how do you think they did it when they used to praise worship and worship god in the caves Huh, you think they, they say, oh, where's the bass? No. <laughs> Hello, somebody? No, no les digo. <laughs> sí, les digo. Ya me voy, anyways, I'm leaving. <laughs> ya estoy aquí. It's amazing that the same people serve in all the areas. <laughs> it's amazing that you won't even open the door for yourself. You wait for somebody to open it for you. You're standing there. And the brothers out there, parking people, come on. Oh, somebody's at the door. Run. What are you doing for this church? Again, this is for the believers. Those that have said, he lifts me up. He turns me around. Put my feet on something. I think the master. I think the savior. What are you doing? You know why? Because you don't allow the word of God to renew your mind. 
because you still think that you are a newcomer, but you've been here for 10, 15 years. I know, no, see. Pastor, we want the spirit. We want the feeling. And that's the problem. And that's the problem with the, today's church. They just want everything from God, but they don't want to do nothing for God. So we live for God, not for ourselves. We live to honor God and not to honor ourselves. You do something and you want pastor to recognize you every Sunday. And if they don't say, we want to thank uh, Sister Conchita. I don't, there's not Conchita here, right? There's not a Conchita? <laughs> do we have a Conchita or not? I'm good? Okay. Okay. I thought there was a conchita here, my man. <laughs> you do something and they want to, you, you want pastor to recognize you every single time. And if he doesn't recognize you, you that's it. You're going to pick up a paper. <laughs> Where's the sister with the camera? The sister with the camera. We live to honor him. And whether people see you or not, do it. Because you are a living sacrifice for him. Whether they put a picture of you or not, whether they recognize you or not, there's somebody that's taking note of that. And the book of Hebrews says that nothing goes unnoticed. And at due time, he will reward you. So do it because you honor him. <laughs> Pastor Nasser, after today, I expect a line at your door saying, Pastor, here I am. Pastor, for many years, I've done nothing. But now I am here because this revival has renewed my mind and I know that the church is not for me. The church is for me to serve. You, you hear that? If, if they don't show up at your door, you tell me. You live to please God and not please yourself. Do things because it pleases God. Hello, somebody. Look, God has given, has given all of us a gift, all of us. So whatever gift he's giving you, do your best at it. Amen. Coming to church is not a competition. I'm going to say that again. Coming to church is not a competition. It's not about who sings the best. It's not about who plays the best. It's not about who cooks the best. It's not about who preaches the best. It's not, it's not about that. Hello. But if you don't sing good, please do not try to get a mic. <laughs> We want to give God the best. <laughs> I said that once in my church, and it was this sister that came. Oh, no, we're on live. Never mind. <laughs> See, you guys missed out on a good cheese, man. There, you guys. <laughs> mute me. Mute, mute. Something happened. I don't know what happened. <laughs> no, she knows I shared the story anyways. <laughs> I said this at my church. As soon as I was done, 
She comes and says, Pastor, this is my chance. I say, your chance for what? <laughs> to sing. You just said, it doesn't matter how we sing. <laughs> we can sing. <laughs> and I say, you are right, sister. You sing. I'll tell you what. Thursday, you come Thursday, and you're going to leave worship. Really? Yes. <laughs> Pastor, yeah, but we don't come on Thursday. <laughs> exactly. You come on Thursday. <laughs> Are we learning today? I know that we're laughing, but I, I hope that you are allowing God and the word of God to transform your mind. Yes. Listen, today we're going to have altar. We're going to have altar tonight. And we're going to ask God because we all need to be renewed. Yes. I know you think you don't. Know, santo, no, not me. We all need it. Okay, let me hurry up, though. <laughs> Number two. When you, allow, when you allow your mind to be renewed, what happens? Your perspective in life changes. Our perspective influences everything. It influences our attitude, our mindset, our viewpoint, our outlook, and our beliefs. However you see things. So when you face difficulties and you see things in a negative way, you're going to quit. But when your perspective in life, the way that you see things, you see it with the word of God and you understand that God is with me. All things are possible to those that believe. Do I have anybody here that believes? I'm going to ask that again. Is there anybody here that believes? Is there anybody here that believes that with God all things are possible? Is there anybody here that believes that God is your shepherd and all things work together for the good? Is there anybody here that says, I'm more than a conqueror? So when you take that attitude and something happens in your life and your mind is renewed by the word of God and you understand that I can do all things. Your perspective in life changes. And you don't walk like this. You walk with your head up. Yes. Cry. You can cry. It's okay. Men can cry. Yes. Men can cry. And let me tell you something, husband. When you cry, you look more sexy to your woman. Sometimes I pinch myself so I can look my, my woman. <laughs> your perspective in life changes. Why? Because your mind. You know why so many people get discouraged? When COVID hit, churches closed like this. I'm sure many people here didn't come back. Where'd they go? They were just waiting for something to happen so they can use that as an excuse. Why? Because they never had their mind renewed by the word of God. When you have your mind renewed, you know that you, you don't quit on God. You don't quit on your family. You don't quit on your pastor. You don't quit on your church. And you won't quit on yourself. I'm going to read this again. When your mind is renewed by the word of God, you will never quit on God. You will never quit on your family. You will never quit on your pastor. You will never quit on your church. And you never will quit on yourself. Whatever comes my way, that's okay. Let's do this. 
Hello, somebody. I'm going through something, Pastor, but I'm here. Because my mind is being renewed by the word of God. And if God says it, I believe it. You know, one of the things that I like to do is I like to pray the word of God. If you can't pray an hour, I'm going to give you a tip. Get your Bible, open it up, and pray the word of God. There's nothing more powerful than the word of God. And you read it, and you repeat it, and you believe it, and you embrace it, and then you get up, and you start walking in life, and then you look at your bracelet, and you say, you know what? Bible says that I can do all things through Christ who is my strength. So therefore, I'll take a step. My body says no, but my spirit says yes. My body says no, but my faith says yes. My body says no, but God says yes. My body says no, but the Holy Spirit says keep moving. You see, not anybody can do that though. Only those that are, their minds are being renewed by the word of God. Ya díganle que pongan las tortillas que yo voy a acabar. Ahí va, number three, number three. When your mind is renewed, please write this one down. When your mind is renewed, your behavior in life changes. Hello, somebody. Have you ever heard somebody say, that's how I am? That's how my family has always been. Oh, it's because you haven't been to my rancho. We're all like that. That's how the Martinez. Do I have any Martinez? <laughs> One Martinez. No, no, no. Uh-uh. Gonzalez? Yes. See, Gonzalez, I don't know. Well, then speak, Lord, speak. Avila. 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 We have Avilas here? <laughs> the Avilas are the perfect ones. Okay. That's how their floaters are. I see with I see. Handle it, handle it. Take that, take that. And and nothing in this world is going to change me. You do that because you haven't been renewed by the word of God. Ay, ay, ay. I've been like that all my life. Yeah, but when you come to Christ, that changes. You don't have an attitude no more. Because we, we take the attitude of Jesus. Hello, somebody. When your mind is renewed, you understand that uh, he's able to transform you from the inside to the outside. Hello? So, sister, if you like to roll your eyes, you like the exorcist. Hello? Five minutes. I wasn't supposed to be there? Oh, you never told me. Five minutes, guys. Let me hurry up. He'll transform you from the inside to the outside. The opposite of what you did when you didn't have Christ. 
And you begin to show the difference that Christ makes. Somebody once said, I would be a Christian if it weren't for those Christians. My goodness. Your behavior has to glorify God. Listen, when the sun comes out, it doesn't shout, I'm the sun. I'm over here. The sun comes up and we can identify it because it shines. So you don't have to walk around and say, hey, I'm a Christian. Hey, I'm a Christian. Hey, I'm a Christian. You're at Ross looking at, I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. No. By the way that you act, by the way that you respond, by the way that you do your facial movement, by the way that you say yes or no, they're going to say something is different about him. Something is different about her. And they're going to say, what is it? And you're going to tell them, I gave my life to Jesus Christ and he changed my mind and he changed my attitude and he changed me completely. And that's why I am. And this is how I am because Jesus, because the word of God has changed the way I think. Listen, because before in the world, you always try to get even. No, you never said that. (laughs) Just watch, and then your eye would twitch. Just watch. But the word of God says, don't let evil overtake you. And do not pay wrong for wrong or evil for evil. Jesus comes and says, love your enemies. In other words, when the word of God transforms your mind, you do what Jesus tells you to do because you represent Jesus wherever you go. We hope you enjoyed this message. But before you go, we want to extend an invitation to start a personal relationship with Jesus and declare him your God. No one loves you like Jesus and no one will impact your life for good like Jesus will. Would you make the following prayer your prayer? Heavenly Father, I repent of my wrongdoing. I open my heart and I want to have a personal relationship with you. I trust that Jesus died so I could be forgiven, but he didn't stay dead. He rose back to life so I could have eternal life. From today on, I will follow you, transform my life through your truth and love. In Jesus' name, amen. Congratulations, if you made that prayer, God lives in you, and now you have a new life in Him. Connect to a church so your faith and love for God can continue to grow. We believe that you can find a loving and encouraging community in Dayspring Church. Come visit us. You belong here. We would love to meet you.